Welcome and or welcome back to the Why Some Girls podcast. It is your co-host Jakina here and I'm happy to be back for what will be season two after a year-long hiatus and what a difference a year can make. (laughs) You're hearing my voice only right now because we have a new co-host this season uh, who you will be meeting shortly but I just wanted to give a bit of an explanatory update uh, to the intro episode. So what happened in Brooklyn? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) It's more like what happened to me. I have moved back to my hometown of Chicago, and Brooklyn still lives in L.A., but, you know, who knows, she might make a guest appearance this season. Our last episode was a crazy mashup of a day in Brooklyn's world where she kind of explains why she was taking a break and going into hiding to work on building her fashion business. Uh, She specializes in jewelry but has ideas for other things, and though I wanted to keep the party going, I totally understood when change is afoot and about a month after that episode was published, I realized some huge changes were in the works for me as well. Um, and those changes led me back here to Chicago. If you've tapped into my Instagram page, at Jakina Adu, you already know that I had a baby. Yay! <laughs> I'll talk and write a lot more about that experience on my blog where it's easier for me to express all my feelings and experiences in motherhood, which I'm still very new to. My son is seven months old, which is just crazy to me. <laughs> uh, so motherhood stuff will come up. However, this podcast will remain about two creative millennial women um, at its core and all the things that go along with navigating that world. My co-host this season is Sierra, a 20-something Chicago native, a June Cancer, with a fashion background, but you'll learn more about her coming up. Thanks for clicking. Season two, why some girls? We back. <laughs> we as in me and Sierra, not me in Brooklyn. Me as in Jakina. <laughs> so Jakina and Sierra, the new co-host of Why Some Girls podcast. Um, I'm back in Chicago, so logistically Brooklyn uh, will not be joining because she's still living in California and. There's just some life updates that need to happen, y'all. Like, so much stuff to tell you all about where I'm at. Um, You'll get to know Sierra and find out where she's at and why she's a new co-host and why this all just makes so much sense and what's just been going on. It's January 20th, 2019. Oh, I'm sorry, it's the 21st, 2019. Um, Let's get into it. So, Sierra, this is a, a friend of mine from Chicago um hey y'all hey (laughs) um we met uh some years ago i don't know exactly when but it's um because of a a a group what do you call it's just breakfast breakfast club a collective a a collective um it's something Merck put together yeah (laughs) like-minded people yeah and how we can move forward yeah, like-minded in all routes, all phases of life or however, 
um, a lot of creative people. Again, I stay in spaces like that. And it was a uh, for me uh, coming into that space. It, a cousin of mine told me about Merck, and I introduced myself to him, and he told me about that or however it was. It was something like that, and I just showed up. And um, I had just come off of a year of going to a lot of events by myself. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make this year. Like, I'm just going to go to stuff by myself because I was tired of being like uh, somewhat shy um, or, or missing out on stuff because I didn't have a friend to go with because I didn't have a lot of friends who had a lot of the same interests as I did. Um, so I just was not doing all the things that I wanted to do. So um, I was like, forget it. I'm going to do all the shit that I want to do. <laughs> and... Um, this was kind of like, okay, I was a little nervous to go cause I didn't know, I didn't even know what Merck looked like. I just was like, I'm gonna show up and it's about to be something that's probably going to be good. I'm just, I just need to be here and in this space. And then that was, that was that. And in that space, I found Sierra and she's actually like, I mean, there were a few people there, but Sierra is the only person I still talk to or that I actually know or developed a friendship relationship, any kind of, um, anything with. And so, um, Sierra has kind of, you know, she's been pretty instrumental in my life since then. Like, um, she's got me jobs. <laughs> she's helped me get money in my pocket, y'all. That's a big deal. <laughs> like, um, get some different kind of experiences under my belt or, or you know, uh, add some legitimacy to some of the experiences that I had. Um, so the main one being, uh, you don't mind telling where you worked and all this stuff, right? No, I don't think... Um... I don't think it matters. Um, if we edit this later, it's because uh, legal said I had to. <laughs> yeah, but they ain't listening to this. So anyway, um, Judge Mathis, we both work there. But me, a very short time, I'm like a drop in the bucket. She pulled me in. She was the wardrobe person for Judge Mathis. So all that stuff that you saw, like that was her for years doing that whole thing. She had just a, she's a production background. Um, she has a nonprofit she, you know, she's just a woman about the city, like Sierra, fashion. That's, you know, synonymous. Me, I want y'all to know me for fashion, but I don't know what y'all know me for. So that's what we're coming back into with season two. Um, we kind of taking a little bit more of the fashion thing because as you guys will come to find out, um, well, y'all know I'm a photographer. At least I think you do. But, um... I have a fashion background, have a degree in it, and um, I'm just going to get back to it. <laughs> and Sierra is doing her thing in fashion, but she's doing it in uh, completely different ways. And so I guess she can tell you a little bit more about that. It's kind of funny that that's like how you introduce or you say like, we came together because of fashion, but actually I think in real life, the reason why we've stayed connected over the years is because Everything you said about like going to events by yourself and I'm going to just get out here is what I do too. So I just think that it's kind of like our energies match to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. And um, but that's just that, you know, that's just my piece because I'm definitely, I can say that some of my success, quote unquote, <laughs> has come from networking. Yeah. I'm, I preach it to anybody, if networking, if you're networking. Yeah. Even if it's in a total different arena than you've ever been in networking. Yeah. And I can say that, and the reason why I say that is because every major gig I've ever had has come from, or every contract, anything, any, anything that I can count as success 
has come from networking. From when I first started working at Judge Mathis, which was back in 2010, 2010, mm-hmm. networking. I literally just met this, you know, met the lady who's head of the beauty department and um, also a little finesse. Networking with little, fin- mm-hmm. little socks. See, that's the part I got to learn, the finesse. <laughs> I got, I have no finesse. <laughs> I got that Issa awkward shit like, uh, oh, I just I, be there. <laughs> I'm definitely the other way where like, I'll, I'm going to sell you even if I can deliver or not. And so that's, and that's so networking with a little sauce. Because I met the lady head of the beauty department, and she was actually, um, I used to work for Bare Feet. So she was in there shopping for shoes for her daughters, and um, she just so happened to mention something about the show. And I'm like, oh, I'm a wardrobe stylist. Mind you, at the time, I'm in college, and I probably only had done one or two things thus far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Um, and she was like, oh, you, you style? How long you been? I'm like, you know, I'm new, but I've been doing this. I got this experience. That's the sauce. Because <laughs> one didn't really have experience. Not that much, at least. I mean, I was in my junior year, but still not that much. And um, she was like, well, can you do men clothing, too? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Definitely a finesse. Didn't know nothing about men clothing at the time. And she was like, okay, I'm going to bring you in for um, a test run Next week, I'm paraphrasing. I really don't remember exactly the time frame, but it was it was still pretty close to like me meeting her. And basically, what I did was between then and the time I had to show up, I learned everything was to know about men's clothes. I learned sizes. Uh, a friend of mine at the time was working for Dress to Impress. She taught me how to tie ties, um, and I just kind of like figured it out real quick. Went in. It was great. And I've worked for Memphis pretty much. We work for the television show. Let me be clear. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. We work for the television show, not him personally. I would say on and off since then. Um, but I worked probably a total of six seasons. So six seasons for the Just Mathis show. But even outside of that, literally most of my success has come from networking. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess to fast forward, fast forward to... Actually, no, we can say in the same area. My very first photo shoot, mm-hmm. professional photo shoot, that was done with Has Magazine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I laugh for a whole different reason, y'all, but go ahead. Like, I did not know she was about to say that. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. That was technically, like, my competition, but I'm mostly just in my head. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Chicago Bay's right. Um, I don't even know if they're still around now. Who knows? Anywho. Um, but... It was with Kai Murray, which is Lisa Ray's daughter. That was my first. Again, networking. The girl, she used to have bare feet. And she like, oh, you the wardrobe? I'm like, yeah, girl. Yep, <laughs> sure do. Yep. And then I just figured it out. Like, And that was probably my first professional photo shoot. And if I did fast forward to now, one of my other, I would say, major successes is me being awarded my first grant. So, um... I was awarded my first grant just in 2017 mm-hmm. because I switched over, FYI guys, I switched over to the nonprofit sector. So I still do wardrobe freelance, but right now I'm really focusing on building my nonprofit, which is Next Love Society. Y'all go follow us, you know, mm-hmm. and I know the page mm-hmm. is not as exciting. Don't worry, we're working on our social media right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm a photographer back in Chicago. What? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I'm out now. <laughs> 
Um, but I promise you, I program in legit though. Uh, but I was networking. I met Jakina. Mm -hmm. Jakina was at the Breakfast Club, and she was like, she told me about this grant. I applied, and she I was awarded. <laughs> Networking the same grant that I got uh, in 2015. Um, I, was it? I think she got hers like based on a, a, a slightly different thing. I had a, a real backstory. I applied for this grant like once or I think no, only once before, and I definitely didn't get it. Like not at all. Like not by a long shot. And when it's funny when I look at um, the difference between the grant that I wrote and the that got awarded and the grant that I wrote that didn't, I was just like I made all the rookie mistakes. Like. Wow, like I, I, I read that stuff, I wouldn't give me no money. I'm like, bitch, you just want some money to do, like, you know, whatever. Like, oh, okay, yeah, y'all, y'all saw clear through that. Um, I mean, I did want it for um, 773 magazine, which was uh, the thing at the time that I was focused on, but or trying to keep going. Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there, that's the past. I've let 773 magazine go, <laughs> I, okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it. I mean, it'll all be a part. It will always be a part of my heart, but um, in the way that I needed to let go, I did for sure. You know, even though I feel like this is off topic, on topic, uh -huh. Loki, I hella respect that though. I think in general, people don't realize like the journey yeah. and what you go through yeah. and how you learn and how you get to where you are and yeah. then how you get to the next level. Yeah, um, because. Now that I think about it, as much as I'm like, oh my God, you let 773 go mm -hmm. like that? To hear that, guys, it really like, it's like, oh my God, what do you mean? But then I had to stop like, girl, be quiet. You know how to, that's how I like, though. Because I used to own a clothing boutique. Mm -hmm. I just thought about that like, oh, wait, I didn't let some stuff go too. Yeah, when you said bare feet, I was like, wait a minute, that wasn't your boutique or like, but yours was. No, yeah. I used to, bare feet was before my boutique. Uh, I owned a clothing boutique, Creative Intentions. And it was in South Loop. And so it was like, oh, you know, big deal. Like, you know, physical location yeah. in South Loop. But, yeah, they had to get let go. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm not sad about it one bit. I might have been a little, <laughs> a little pressed back then. But, no, I don't even think it's smart, truth be told. Mm. You know, for all the people out here who want to get into fashion and who, or maybe you already in fashion, owning a boutique as your first business, to me, is just not smart business. Mm -hmm. You mean having a physical location or in general, even if it's online? like Especially a physical location. Mm -hmm. That's definitely was a huge no-no. That was dumb, actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, and some people be like, but you were so young to be able to do that at such a young age. That's so great. Um, and I'm like, yeah, that was bad business though. That mm -hmm. wasn't a smart business move to have a physical location. And we hadn't even sustained our brand long enough to heighten our operating costs, mm -hmm. not to get too business wordy on you guys, but um, no, they, they that's just, yeah. I'm like, that's just real, uh, to have all this overhead and operating costs for a brand that had not really been developed. Mm. So that's why I wasn't smart. But in general, I don't think owning a physical location or really a boutique in general is the best way because it's a saturated market. It's yeah. such a saturated yeah. market. And if it's your first business where you are learning how to run a business, you're learning how to 
when to hire employers, what does it mean to, you know, use marketing? What is it? What is a financial report? How to write a business plan? How do we get funding? When you're going through that learning process and you're and you're going into a market that's already oversaturated mm-hmm. and that's already competitive and not and it's not an easy market to be successful in even when you have long money. Mm-hmm. So I do not recommend anyone to for that to be their first business and to even prove my point look at these big box retailers that's dying daily like sears is going out of business mm-hmm. um you have target closing locations mm-hmm. on the south side now marshall's target too. marshall's mm-hmm. marshall's is right closing locations and target put out this whole statement about like well we're not losing money we just know that that store wasn't being profitable mm-hmm. blah 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 but yeah, we don't know the whole backstory behind that. It could be right. a lot of times with stores like that close. It's like a lot of people are stealing who worked there or something like that. Like certain locations, yeah. Which proves my point even more. Yeah. It definitely should not be. <laughs> it definitely just shouldn't be your first business. And then for the creatives, the actual fashion lovers, when you run a business like that, you don't even get to do the part you love. Like you're not working with fashion. You're working with the business right you're work you know like you're making sure your inventory is in you make sure your numbers are right you're making sure your marketing is together like you're not even really doing the the part of fashion that mm-hmm. is in your heart like mm-hmm. me as a wardrobe stylist i'm like i just want to you know like style the people who come into the store mm-hmm. like i'm gonna be able to work camp. no 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 <laughs> no no i had like i'm paying an assistant to actually work with the client yeah. because i got to do all this other stuff but to your point, I'll, I will say for those people who that's your dream or your goal, by all means, go for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's her experience. That's, um, I think, you know, Sierra got a lot of dreams, a lot of things. And I think that was kind of, and not to say this is small, that was small for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, it's not like it's not a big deal or big for somebody else. But that was, you know, that was that. And for you and for all kinds of reasons, if that's what you want to do, if your dreams to have this store you know this physical location whatever like do what you need to do like listen to other people (laughs) listen to other podcasts listen to other whatever like figure it out for yourself and go for that shit like you know just but just take take what she's saying and make sure that you don't make the same mistakes period right not that that she made mistakes but like oh no i made mistakes (laughs) well harry was (laughs) you you found it i mean do it for yourself like for me i I, all i'm all i'm trying to implore is like don't listen to somebody say this like oh it's gonna be hard and then don't do the shit don't use what she says an excuse not to do what you need to do for you period right here what i'm saying clearly is that we didn't build a brand first Mm -hmm. that's why i said it shouldn't be your first business no it should be something that comes later Mm-hmm. Like build your brand, build your name, build everything else first before you have. And then there's other ways to be in fashion. Yeah, you know, like see, it's just other. It's so just other like, it's I, just other I thought ways. I wanted to do wardrobe before, and I definitely always like no, I want to definitely do like wardrobe TV. But I think I told you this before. Um, as far as like having tried to do that for like on, on movie sets and and um getting getting trying to get into that industry or whatever. Um. That's only after like thinking I I might want to style like people and I haven't worked for like I worked for Neiman Marcus y'all. Um, I mean it's still retail, <laughs> but that level of clientele and, and and actually calling it clientele instead of like customers because you do have uh, you build relationships with these people you want to shop with them and you want them to you know come to you all the time or whatever like that that is some work like I mean if we just stand we stand on the fashion thing right now like you know there's so many things you could do in fashion you really really need to 
try some things for sure and and get clear about what's what's glamorized and what's um what's reality because i know for me what that that made it very clear like even though i thought like tv and stuff was me that that solidified that that's what i needed to do if i was going to do any kind of styling to any degree because i like the idea of building a character um the story idea and what this person looked like what this character looked like all that stuff like that i can do but real people like on judge mathis and in stores you know that sh- and hell no like real people got problems you know what i'm saying like real people got I mean, just like, I mean, all of us, like, got something about our body we don't like or we want to change and stuff like that. And I am a nice person. I swear I am. But with, with the average Joe Schmo come off the street or even some of my own clients, so I, I would be in Neiman Marcus like, oh, I don't even know if I should be saying this stuff or whatever. But but either way, like, I was some of these people like, oh, my body and all this and all that. And I'm like, bitch, you finna buy this dress or not? Because I need to move on. I'm trying to get this commission. Like, whatever, whatever. Like, I, I just I just don't have it in me, y'all, to do, to do real people. <laughs> I don't care if she's skinny. I don't care what. I don't want to hear all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it, that's crazy. I like story. I like to get to know who a person is. I like all that stuff. But also, I need to do that without, like, kind of working for you, you know, or, or something like that. I just, I'm just not that. Like, you need, you need a real-life dress for a real-life event for some real thing that is a big deal to you. It's not a big deal to me. It never will be. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, while I want to help you, it's not like I'm, like, an assistant, you know, in, in some other kind of way. Like, I, I feel like I'm all about service. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want people to have a good experience with me and have great service. I cannot be that um, in that capacity. I'm not going to give you good service. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's like, real, though. I'm a, I that's mean, so I'm that, You real. know how you go in the stores and it's always that person with an attitude. <laughs> Like, why is she mad? Bitch, because I don't want to be Because <laughs> you're trying to tell me about your damn dogs. And, like, you know, I don't, look, I don't care that your dog ate your, you know, Ultrazar shoe or, you know, whatever. Or you can't find it or your your child threw it in a pool. I, look, look, you go, look. Okay, so you're getting this or not? Like, I, I why are we here? I can't spend three hours with you. I'm not your friend. I mean... <laughs> That you need to bring somebody with you to go shopping like uh, that's not me you know what i'm saying and that's the world of um you know those commission people <laughs> well not all of them because i work with some oh I, i'm not trying to go into no. that whole story because that was a, that was crazy i mean it's some people who do that and do that well some of them are really cutthroat sales people i'm not a salesperson maybe that's what it boils down to um, I'm not a salesperson. I can I can barely sell myself to myself. So that's not like that, that wasn't working out right for me. I did transition. I did some other stuff in Neiman Marcus, and that was a much better fit. Even though I still learned a whole, you know, I learned a lot. I did. I got to do some photography for them. Um, I worked in the visual department. I did some stuff, and that was a way better experience than um, the commissions. First of all, I wasn't. I, I never mind. We not even. That that wasn't it. But no, I mean, everything she just said is real. Yeah. And that's actually, it's funny because that's to my point with this whole boutique thing. It's so many things in fashion. Yeah. Like, and to piggyback off of what she specifically said is figure out your real thing yeah. that you really love and go after that. Yeah. Because it's so many levels to fashion life yeah like even as a wardrobe stylist like when you compare working at like an um a neiman marcus or i actually when i was 
back when I was like 17, I worked at Macy's, mm -hmm. same type of capacity. Me too, yeah. So, um, versus styling for a television show or even getting my own clients, it's different. Mm -hmm. Like, way different. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the reasons why I moved into the nonprofit sector is probably because of that reason. I I love styling. And even like like for Jakina, she like, I don't want to talk about all that. I don't even mind. Like, I'm here about teaching people about their body. Like, I'm so team about let's understand your body yeah. shape. Yeah. Let's get that down yeah. packed first. But I didn't want to sell the service. And yeah. that's why I kind of stopped freelance personal shopping and wardrobe and wardrobe styling because I don't want to have to sell you on why you should buy That's this. That's what I'm saying. And sell you on why you need my services. Girl, I don't want to I don't want to sell you. I just want to create. I want to make you right, look great. Right. I want to help you understand your body shape. I don't want to sell you. Yeah. So it sales was not even a struggle for me. It's something that I've, you know, like I've had success in when it was always like sales was always my in-between job when I needed to get some <laughs> quick money. Yeah. I would pop into a sales role. Yeah. I mean, look, and that's the thing. We all, we all have done it. We all just in love with retail, but retail is for the birds. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I will stop, like, when comes styling, put me on television set or a movie mm -hmm. any day. Any Motion day. pictures, any, any day. day. Yes, yes. Any day. Retail? No. Ugh. I can't, I can't lie to you. <laughs> y'all can have retail. Shout out to the people who love it. You have a real gift. Yeah, that's a real gift. <laughs> All right. So anyway, we're gonna kind of wrap it. That's a little. That's a little bit of um, just an uh, introduction to uh, Sierra and I. Um, we'll probably talk. We'll, we're probably gonna talk about some fashion stuff like every episode. Like I, that's just kind of you know what we do. Yeah. And, and more about our lives in general yeah. will unfold. Like what we are really doing now and. It'll yeah. unfold episode by episode. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, we, we it's, it's it's just it's just a coming back of why some girls, guys. That's that. Thank y'all for tuning in. See y'all next week. Until Bye. next time.